Hey, welcome. It's Friday. It's the wrap up. This is Team Superdad. We are here to celebrate our week. Roll theme. Welcome to Team Superdad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Superdad. Welcome dads, welcome anyone, mums and dads, people who listen on a regular basis. It's Friday and it's the wrap up. My name's Johnny. If you've been here before, then you know this is our celebration of the week. It's good to celebrate. Keep yourself going, the highs and the lows. In days gone by, we'd have been in the pub. <laughs> this is the, would be nice. In the pub on a Friday, chit-chatting, having a laugh. And if we were about 20 or 25, we'd have probably been getting blind drunk before stumbling either home or on for the rest of the night, perhaps. Those are my London days. Today, Glenn is back on. Glenn's part of the wrap-up crew. And last week, we completely balls up the sound because I had some weird echo going on. And this week, even though we did a sound check, it does sound a little bit like I'm sat in the cupboard, which is because I had the wrong mic selected in StreamYard. So all the gear, no idea, is kind of one thing that springs to mind. But I think more positive than that, you don't have to be great to start. You do have to start to be great. And having a live guest on and chit-chatting, I think, I mean, obviously I do that with the guests, but in this kind of conversational podcast version with Glenn on, I think I'm a little bit nervous, maybe. Nervous of ballsing it up. And so, yeah, no surprise, I balls it up. <laughs> anyway, it is a lot of good chat. I know you're going to enjoy it. If you're here for the first time, welcome. If you're back, then make sure to subscribe to give us a review, to share this with friends, to spread the word far and wide about Team Superdad. Enjoy the conversation. I'll see you on the next wrap up. In fact, come over to teamsuperdad.com, join the community. If you want some one-on-one dad coaching, then you can register for that there. Check out the Hero Academy as well. Next intake comes in January. It's going to be awesome. Enjoy. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Friday wrap-up. Myself, Johnny Jensen, creator and founder of Team Superdad, and joining us on the wrap-up, last week with an echo which failed miserably. I'll take responsibility for that. This week, we've done a sound check and we're all cool. Glenn, aka The Dating Dad, good to have you here, sir. Oh, lovely to be here. I'd love to see you dancing as well. And the great thing is, it's like a silent disco because you can hear it in your headphones. I can't hear a thing. So all I can see, I can see you dancing. Um, but yeah, not a thing going on in my head, my head and my ears at the moment. So I'm not joining in just yet. Yeah, here's the thing. Just because I can hear it in my ears doesn't mean it's going out. <laughs> <laughs> all the gear, no idea. But week by week, we do learn, we do learn, we do evolve. And you know, it's, it is actually an important message because lots of people... Don't, don't even get started. So then you don't learn, you don't have the experiences. A guy in another awesome group on Facebook that I'm part of is called Tears of Freedom. It's like a wealth, manage your money, make money. He's got some business stuff tied in there as well. And he so just shared... It's not just about being in tier one then? No, it's not passion. Okay, got <laughs> it. The guy, the guy uh, Jason, who, who created it, he's like, it was a really good name. <laughs> 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 before, yeah, before anyone used the word tears, T-I-E-R-S, uh, every day of their life. But no, he, he made it, he's on YouTube and his videos from, he's done like on his 150th video or something like that. And he's gone from obviously one listener, which was his mum, right through a watcher, viewer, right through to, you know, half a million views and this sort of stuff. And the difference between the first video and his video now 
is unbelievable. It's it's it's, and that's how it should be. It should be. It's not, it's not just his mum watching it half a million times. Okay, okay. Repeat, repeat. <laughs> I, love, I love you so much. <laughs> it was something on Spotify when someone did that. They recorded about like 30 seconds or a minute of silence and then just asked all their fans to, to play it on loop while they sleep. Um, and then they just got paid like a fortune in royalties just by just their fans listening to nothing. Oh, I think that's genius. Yeah. I think you gain the system that way. Absolutely. So listen, everyone, if you've not joined the wrap up before, this is our celebration of the week that has just been episode 22, including 20, 22.1. If you include Glenn and I's uh, yeah. bar last week. It, was, it was a rehearsal. It was. <laughs> My friend's nan used to think that the lunchtime neighbours was the practice for the 530. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if you've not watched the wrap up before, this is the, 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 the celebration of the week that's been. And, uh, and if you're listening, of course, cause you can watch it or listen, right? Uh, Zig Ziglar, I was listening to, I love Zig Ziglar, all this old stuff and Jim Rohn, but I was listening that this week, actually, I think it was a Jim Rohn one. And he was talking about vision and the difference between that vision and goals. So vision being something that you like, it's a long way out there, but it's, it's what excites you and it's what you live for. A goal mm-hmm. is part of what you're doing towards that vision. And he took it right back to celebrating things that go well for us, because if we don't celebrate the journey along the way, all the highs and the lows, then, then how do we keep momentum up? How do we keep committed? How do we work towards our vision? So that's why we do the wrap up. It's also intended to be a little bit more fun than than uh, than the, the the conversation, the longer episode during the week. I love it. I love it. And as you speak, my daughter is literally holding up signs. She just got back from school, and apparently there's some things outside. So yes, bring them you, in the house. You do that. Bring them out of the rain. Do your thing. Earn your keep. Brilliant. And I'm, I'm, working, I'm working the kids hard. I know. Like, I who said the Victorian ages were tough on kids? Come on. It was character building. The Victorian age was the greatest age of this country's history, if you take out what we did. Um, and, uh, yeah, kids need to, need, to, need to learn their place. Yeah. Why can't kids mine coal or clean chimneys? Come on. Exactly. <laughs> they've been practising playing bloody Minecraft for long enough. They should know the skills by now. There we go. Exactly. Who would have thought if you told a, a Victorian about Minecraft, they'd be like, yeah, my kid works in the mine all day. What are you talking about? So on today's wrap up, we are looking at Spotify or mixtapes, tiny gifts and other Amazon adventures. It's going to blow your mind when I show you that. Christmas traditions. Good ones and bad ones. Uh, mm-hmm. The best year ever, which is a preview of Monday's dad call, which is coming up and something that I've done this, this week with a couple of different coaching groups. And it's about you know, ritually auditing the year that's gone by and then kickstarting the new year. So it's a pretty cool thing. And then do dads need coaching, which is an interesting conversation and comes off the back of something that I got asked this week. And then finally, bit of a pushy parents conversation, swimming karate music or swimming karate music um, and, and the things that us parents force our kids to do. So thank you for joining us on the wrap up. It's about a half hour, 40 minute jaunt through all that. So, so good. So, Spotify or mixtapes. So I, I, if on if you go on Spotify, there are a couple of Team Super Dad mixtapes. And being someone who's forty six, child of the eighties, play and record on a Sunday night on the chart show. Uh, the the you idea miss the adverts as well. You got to miss the adverts, miss a DJ talking over the end as well. That was always the real fine line you had to tread. Expertise. Yeah, I even got into splicing my tapes and stuff. Um, I got a stereo for for one birthday that had a high speed dubbing feature on it. So you mm-hmm. could turn a you could turn a ninety minute tape into a hundred and eighty minute tape. Wow! 
I had some audiophile mates and they used to go on and on about, oh, no, no, you only want the short tapes because the, the quality on the longer tapes was uh, isn't good. Yeah, That's his... fine. And I kind of agree, but you must have been rich kids because that meant you could have loads of tapes. I've got one tape. I can afford one tape and I need it to last as long as it possibly can. So I don't I, I don't have to go out and buy loads of more ones. Oh, man. And and the thing is, there's some context to that, which we've lost because of the, the uh, last week's episode. But when 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 you were a youngster, you were like piled into your your house with all your brothers. Um, oh yeah, yeah. One of one, uh, living as one of six. So I'm, I've got a stepsister as well. So one of six with two adults and a massive dog sitting in some dodgy little uh, three bedroom terrace council house in Walthamstow on a council estate. It was it was not exactly salubrious and, and luxurious growing up. <laughs> exactly. And anyone who loves uh, was it Derek and Clyde with the you know. Born in a barn, you lucky brothers, Monty Python. Was it Derek and Todd or Monty Python? Genuinely, genuinely, when people say, oh, yeah, what luxuries did you have? Luxuries, we didn't have carpet, you know? (laughs) We had a a telly that had been given to us that was black and white and yellow because it was meant to be a colour telly, but the other colours didn't work, which is why it had been thrown away, which is why we had it. You know, this this was not luxurious living, but, you know, I feel like I've come a long way now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So on Spotify or mixtape, right? So there's a couple of Team Superdad mixtapes on, on Spotify, which uh, I hope if you, you go and check out, if you search up Team Superdad on Spotify, they will oh, come good up. Way to just see how rubbish it is and take this. As well as the podcast. Yeah, you are welcome to. Um, but like Spotify does my nutting. I used to I used to find music easier when I could go into record shops and, and stream music online. Then go into the into a record shop or even HMB or somewhere, especially living in London, they had lots of lots of stuff. And then I would find artists on the back of compilations or or labels would do a best of like their label, you know, type thing. Ray and Christian and Grand Central, the record label up in up in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, just but on Spotify, they just seem to feed me this the algorithm kicks in and I either get I mean it's quite nice sometimes because like it, it gives me stuff that I already know I might be looking for, but I find it hard to unearth new music. Do you? I, I see. I find it a lot easier when I had. Um, I used to have a bit of a problem with not problem as such. That makes it sound more. I'd go into HMV and I would find it impossible to leave there without a dozen albums. And, yeah. and so I put up this massive, massive CD collection, which was which was ma- which was brilliant and great. But it meant that you'd listen to them over and over and over again because you know you've got a finite number of records. Whereas now you've got access to everything. And I still have to think back to my old CD collection and think, okay, what did I have that I really enjoyed? It's hard to to think of some of those old things. Whereas normally you just kind of stumble along your your collection, and go, oh, I haven't listened to that for a while. Um, but that being said, the algorithms they really do work. There's these. Uh, made for you ones not just looking at ones you've already listened to loads but where they take those that you've listened to loads and then give you other suggestions i must have listened to about three thousand three and a half thousand new artists this year just because of random stuff that spotify threw up at me oh i'm i'm doing it wrong there's something yeah. wrong and also, I, I, challenge, I challenge my kids constantly to say, right, find new music. Give me something that you'd actually enjoy. Um, and sometimes they do. Sometimes I'll, I'll message my daughter's really into K-pop. Uh, and really weirdly, um, recently I've discovered a, ba- a band called Baby Metal, who are a J-pop metal band. So imagine like K-pop 
um, female vocalist doing all sweet noises and so on, but with yeah. thrash metal in the background behind it, it is superb. And I would never have come near that if she hadn't said, Oh, where's that playlist? And then I stumbled across a different playlist and then started listening to it. And then it just kind of blew out of the, out of the speakers at me. It was great. And that is your music taste. Well, I mean, what pretty much. Um, I'm not a massive fan of country and Western or a lot of modern R and B old school R and B I love. Um, but modern R and B is just, just dull and repetitive, but yeah, pretty much anything and everything. So I can go from, from jazz to garage, to metal, to, um, opera, to, um, so I, to scar, to Motown, to soul, whatever it's, I've got such varied tastes that it means I'm very, rarely bored. And it means that I've always got a different playlist to listen to, which wouldn't happen if all I had was what was on my shelves. Um, cause I wouldn't necessarily know that something was good. I wouldn't want to spend 10, 20 quid on, on a random Japanese, uh, J-pop album if I had no idea who they were. Yeah. Well, and we've just discovered how close we live to each other. This is like amazing yeah, as well. well. So, so we, we can come, we could totally like hang out and do, do music sessions. My, I, I just don't pretty much thrash metal is pretty much where I, where I don't really go. Um, I did have in terms of metal, I, if any heavy metal fans would actually die when they hear me say this, but I did have a Def Leppard album, uh, which I enjoyed when I was about 13 or 14. <laughs> so that was about as close as I got into uh, being a, a heavy metal fan. But apart well, from that... But yeah, as, as much as I love Spotify, as much as I do love it, um, actually, over lockdown, I've started doing going back to my roots a little bit. Uh, last year for Christmas, I bought myself a a, a proper record player, quite a nice one. And I have nabbed a load of my dad's old vinyl and then bought myself some new vinyl. And it's really rediscovered my, reignited my, my passion for certain albums. So I've got a, I'm starting to build a collection of absolute seminal classics that you can just, you listen to over and over. Cause when it's on a vinyl, um, uh, recording, you have to listen cause you have to turn it over, which means I'm actually listening to the music a lot more than if it was just random Spotify shuffle going on in the background. Exactly. I struggle with the word seminal because it sounds so much like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go to the wrong sort of nightclubs if that's uh, if that's the distinction you're making. <laughs> well, listen on the subject of presents. Check this out. I'm going to do people a, a, a disservice if they listen to the podcast. Right? Tiny gifts, okay. Tiny gifts and other Amazon adventures. You're talking about little yeah. gifts that kind of don't mean anything. Right. Check this out. This, I'm holding up a piggy bank, right? My daughter. Bring it closer to the camera. I can't really see it. It's, uh, it's, it's a bit small. No, bring it closer to the camera. So oh, I can... yeah. <laughs> it's tiny. Here's a, here's a debit card next to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to describe it, it's it's literally could hide behind a credit card. And what, what is it? True. It's a piggy bank. So my daughter dropped her piggy bank and she's nine, right? So she's not like a piggy bank's her be all and end all. She's got a rooster card as well, which, by the way, I love rooster. Tried Go Henry and Rooster. I'm, I'm a rooster fan. Um, I'll put I'll put my affiliate link in the in the in the show notes, but yeah. So she bought us the piggy bank. And I'm trying to get stuff for the for the the, the Father Christmas what they call the, the sack thing, the uh, the stocking stocking mm-hmm. fillers. <laughs> it's literally it's a perfect stocking filler because it's so bloody tiny. And and uh, but anyway, so that's going back. Did, I, did I have you, to get go... that small though. No, that's why that's why it's cracked me up because you expected it to be like a full size piggy bank that's kind of uh, the size of a small football or something. Yeah, like a, you know, most piggy banks, like yeah, like grapefruit size. Whereas, that, or, that's, whereas that's what about a tennis ball or something like that? No, not even. A, well, probably is a tennis ball. 
yeah, if you squish the tennis ball down a little bit, it probably is about that. But it's just that's seven quid as well. I mean, you can decorate it again for the people listening rather than watching. Yeah, you can decorate it. But I have to confess, I bought nearly all my presents again on Amazon. Ah, oh, the the great tax dodging giant that is Amazon. <laughs> I and I, I wish I could sit here on my high horse, but um, you know what? It's twenty twenty. I've I've done the same. Just about everything has been Amazon. Just because you can't go out and randomly walk around the shops at a minute, so it's just way easier to have it all delivered. Yeah, well, other people deliver. By the way, well, they do, but. <laughs> So often with all the other ones, what happens now is what happened with Amazon years ago. So I remember, um, I don't know, it must've been about 10 years ago. Amazon was a thing, but it wasn't the giant that it is today. And I'm, I've always been a, a firm advocate for digital and it's, it's my job, my love and my passion. Uh, and I managed to convince my brother for the first year to do his Christmas shopping online. I said, mate, it's, it's so easy. You can get loads of stuff, have it delivered. Um, and he ordered it sort of mid November not a single gift turned up by Christmas Day. It all turned up in sort of January, February time. I've ruined online shopping for him for a decade. Ever. Forever. Yeah, it's true. During lockdown, I, I like bought some clothes, normally buy clothes uh, quite, quite often for the kids in, in Morrison's because their kids' brand lasts really well. Mm-hmm. They, they're kind of growing out of it now. But um, took four weeks. Four weeks. Oh, I'm okay to give them a little bit of lock, lockdown grace, but I was like, guys, Amazon. Yeah, I mean, that's I got Amazon Prime because it is just so much quicker to get everything. Like, you get used to that level of service. And if I'm going to some random shop in the middle of, you know, like up the high street, I don't know if they're going to turn it up on time. They're going to charge me it for, de- for delivery. Um, it, will it turn up at all? And if it is, you know, it, what's going to be packaged like? Whereas Amazon, as awful as the tax things are, and I do really, I do want to have a word with Jeff about that. Um, next time I speak to him, I'm going to give him a kick. Um, yeah. But like, the taxing's out of the equation. They're, they're the best for a reason. Um, and so, yeah, they, they just do a job, don't they? It's just beautiful. So why don't they all work like that? So Anna, so that will go back and I will try and find another one. Have you actually finished all your Christmas shopping? Pretty much. The only thing I had to get was the kids' pyjamas, which we do before we do like one present. I only allow the one present before Christmas like Day. You three Christmas presents, do you? Well, I never used to when we were kids, but but when they were babies somehow or other we started a family tradition which is they which kind of comes from america from family in america so they get a new set of christmas pajamas well not even christmas pajamas but they get a new pair of pajamas yeah. on christmas eve so they wear the new pajamas to bed and they wake up in the morning they got the new right. pajamas and yeah my, my, and, my old man started doing that he comes around with a box not obviously he can't this year but he normally comes around with a box in the box is um, exactly that plus uh, a christmas a christmas movie and some popcorn maybe some sweets or something like that so he wants to shove sugar in their face on christmas <laughs> <laughs> Thank i'm off in the pub you can put the sugar charge kids to bed yeah <laughs> yeah so they, they do the same sort of thing but as far as i'm concerned no 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 christmas day is what it is and that's that's that it, in fact uh, kind of we've got a thing when doesn't they've got their stockings they open in their bedrooms and uh they're not allowed downstairs until i'm awake and then they're not allowed to open a single present until i've got a cup of tea and I, I don't, I don't, now, now they're older. I don't have to make that tea myself. That's yeah. their, that's pure bribery. And then, then it all goes to hell. Yeah. But you got 16 down to nine, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, down to seven. Down to seven. So the seven year old thing. Would you not wake up? Yeah. I see 
you need to open my father Christmas presents. <laughs> Although I think it's probably the eldest that wakes up earliest, to be honest. I think she uh, yeah, really wants to get everyone up and ready and excited because she knows That's what's probably downstairs. What well, I say to my guys, because the, the Father Christmas question comes up, right? And this, this is the, the, the Christmas tradition section of our little running order. Father Christmas questions come up. And, uh, and as far as I'm concerned, Christmas is way better with Father Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just going, guys, I'll happily have that conversation if you're ready for it. But just so you know, it's not going to change the point that Christmas is way better than Father Christmas. And quite honestly, I believe in Father Christmas because I've no bloody idea how I afford it each year. So there's some kind of miracle going on. Oh, I did that this year. I got all their presents and I'm not going to say too much because my oldest is home from school and she's sitting over there listening in. But um, yeah, I did get all their presents, unwrapped them from their Amazon boxes. Christ, there's a lot of Amazon boxes. Unwrapped them, spread them out and realised it doesn't balance out. So I've had to be topping up here, there and everywhere. Uh, It's been a bloody nightmare. Yeah. Good you mentioned Christ as well over Christmas. (laughs) Oh, well... Yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm very much the other way around. This is purely a celebration of capitalism. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and here's, here's a serious point about Christmas, right? Which, which I do want. I do try in the wrap up to make some serious points. Um, some families row every year. They mm. row, and and that just breaks my heart because Christmas in in my family, and I'm sure I didn't see the rows that went on at, on at Christmas, um, but. It's always been such a happy time. Always, always been such a happy time. When whether it's my family in America, whether it's my family here, mm. it's just joyous. It's it's silly. The presents work. It's Father Christmas presents in the morning. It's lunch. It's a walk. It's family presents after lunch. You know, it just it just works. And my only memory of it is is being fun. And I was talking with a, one of the, my dad coach clients, one of the dads I coach this week, and it was about the arguments that he has with his partner generally but apparently pretty much every christmas so it was it was about what what could they do to make a commitment for christmas that they weren't going to sweat the small stuff Mm. that if there was no batteries for the flipping whatever tonka toy whatever (laughs) i've got memories in my mind of that white truck thing that you used to program the numbers in the back yeah um and if there's no batteries, there's no batteries. We'll, we'll work it out. We'll get some. Or, or, but, but not to whose fault is it? Why has this blooming happened? Because, you know, find reasons to laugh. Like if something goes wrong, make a commitment to just laugh about it with each other. Uh, because as well as it's not the memory we want to leave our kids, it's 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 like you've worked all, all year towards this, this event. And, and not literally, but it is pretty much the, the culmination of the year, a celebration of, of, of all things that are happening in our family. If you're religious, then there's that side of it as well. But it, it should be a family event. And it should be, but it, it's so tough for so many people in so, for so many different reasons. I mean, not least of which financially. And this year, more than any other year, yeah. so many people have been hit so hard by, by, by the corona and by furlough and so on that financial pressures are massive. And now's the time of year when, you know, we, people want to share the joy. They want to share the, look at all the presents my kids have got and look at all the fun things we're doing, all the food we're eating, the drink we're drinking. And then you've got other people who, who can barely afford their rent and they feel, should I be, uh, what can I give up myself in terms of my own health and well-being in order to provide just one more present for my kids? And so the yeah. pressures on people are massive um, and that really doesn't help. And uh, I mean, for me as well, 
there's other things that go on at this time of year. Um, I uh, haven't got into my background too much, but I'm fairly open about it. Over the Christmas period several years ago was when my wife was having an affair. And so every year at this point, there's all those throwback sort of things that, that trigger things for me. So there's always a bit yeah. of emotional stress. And to top that off now, um, we shared a children 50-50, which means this year – I'm not going to have my kids on Christmas Eve. I'm not going to see them Christmas morning or eat Christmas dinner with them. I don't get them back till the evening of Christmas Day, which is you know, I, I'm looking forward to that. But everything have you got a plan that day? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I'm going to be drinking heavily until the very early hours whilst I do my wrapping. <laughs> hopefully, sleeping through and having a hangover for the morning, and then instead of Christmas dinner, because that for me is a fun celebration thing, um, yeah. I'm going to do a, a, a massive Christmas fry up for my Christmas dinner. Uh, yeah. And I, I was invited around my sister's house, but for two reasons, I've decided, or three reasons, I've decided not to go. Firstly, because loads of people are going, and you know we're not allowed to, and yeah. so there's too many households and all that sort of thing. Secondly, she charges forty quid a head for the food. I mean, I can feed my entire family for Christmas dinner for forty. <laughs> is, is this a skit? Like, is it there's a punchline coming here? That's what actually happened. No, absolutely. She, every every person she charges forty quid to 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 feed them Christmas dinner. It's like Christ, fuck off. Um, but then uh, the final one is the more serious one. I don't want to be around uh, my family and everyone with their kids and being all happy and joyful because all I'm going to do is I'm going to get um, sad because I haven't got my kids. And yeah. so yeah, this year I'm going to spend Christmas Day, Christmas morning, all by myself. Um, feeling sorry for myself, drinking heavily, uh, but not too heavily because I've got I have the kids back in the afternoon, evening. So I've got to be sober enough to to look after them and open their presents and uh, eat and drink a lot more. Yeah, oh, man, that's that's so. There's, there's two messages here: is if you're still in the relationship, then clearly work it out between you. Uh, find out if one of you's having an affair. That's a good thing to do. Check that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just, just ask, right? Just just wondering. <laughs> Second of all. If that's not happening, really commit to having a laugh. Like whatever goes wrong, just having a laugh about it. And then, there, yeah, then there's, there's families that I know not got much money this year. We sent a guy last uh, last year it was he had no carpet. Similar similar story. And then the team Superdad community, um, Daniel Latto actually led that charge, um, pulling in his community as well. And we raised about eight hundred quid. Wow. And I was in Wales. Oh, um, awesome. the week before Christmas, we got his house carpeted. And, uh, and he had like 200 pounds to go and spend on presents for his three kids. And then I spoke to a church that was in his town and not surprisingly, they were transpired. They were doing a Christmas day thing for, for mm-hmm. underprivileged families. So he took his kids down there and it was just an amazing, um, like I said, kudos to Daniel Latto for really encouraging that. To, but, um, I think from, from that parents that are struggling, of course, there's food banks and situations that have been a real blessing to people, but I guess there won't be so much of the pop along to your church and, and, and things, but meet up. I know there's a lot of... We'll be here. And I think it's not it's not just about physical meeting up. Even if you can't go out, even if you feel, you know what, because of the, the virus and so on, I'm going to stay. have to stay indoors by yourself. You're not, you're not by yourself. And yeah. there's going to be so many of us out there, single parents and just friends and so on, who are going to be online. They're going to be on Facebook yeah. and Twitter okay. and so on. Reach out, have those yeah. chats. On Zoom, there's, there's a, on Meetup, you can search out all number of whatever you are, a, a, mm. in a band, in a church, in a... <laughs> 
monopoly lovers. Uh, there's good. There's meetups on on the meetup.com website, and they're going to be having uh, hangouts. Um, I know Fathers Rights UK are having a big uh, hangout. There's been some talk about doing something on the Team Super Dad community of people. There's enough interest to do that for an hour on Christmas Day afternoon. So basically, just just make the effort. Just whatever you, whatever's going on for you. This is a message to people watching and listening: is make the call now and try and schedule something. So one mm. way or another, you at least get to see some other people on a screen, on a laptop, on your phone, and um, and have a, and have a giggle, whatever, have a beer with, with someone. Yeah, wake up, dress up as well. Get yourself up, get yourself dressed, and get yourself ready for Christmas. I mean, I'm sitting here sporting my uh, my old school. This is old school, Moussa Dembele. Uh, uh, Christmas. <laughs> it is Moussa Dembele with a blue hat. Uh, I'm a big Spurs fan, and I, just listen to, well, I still listen to a podcast called The Fighting Cock. If you are a Spurs fan or you just like good, funny, random football chat, it's one of the best out there. Um, and, yeah, they, they just got the, the least Christmassy picture of him they possibly could and stuck a ball yeah. out. Love it. You do look a bit like Flav, by the way. Do you Flav, know? Oh, uh, that is a that is a sexy bastard. So um, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, uh, running off the back of that subject about Christmas, uh, about Christmas Day, and, and hanging out with people on Monday night. So bi-weekly, I do something called the Dad Call, and a Dad mm-hmm. Call is a completely free meetup for for dads. And to be quite honest, it's a men's meetup. We're not going to chuck anyone out if they haven't got any kids, right? So it's a you know, particularly in this time that's going on now, if people are just need to hang out, have a, a chat and a laugh, then that's what it's for. We've talked about silly things like being in a band and and what beers we don't like drinking and why we don't like drinking them. Because it's easy to talk about your favourite beer. We had a conversation a bit like, what's your least favourite beer and why? <laughs> I struggle with Bex from, uh, because I went to a student union one night after having two buckets and I had a packet of cheese snips and some Bex. And so the cheese snips were like eating sand. It all went dry in my mouth and I washed it down with Bex and then had a white tea and threw up. (laughs) (laughs) Classic student. (laughs) So I struggled with Bex for a long time after that. But uh, yeah, so there's some of the things we talk about in the DAG call. But we've also had people talk literally about, um, well, you mentioned there about the the affair. We've had people say, I I think my wife's having an affair. We've had people talk about child court and and, and that side of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had people talk about money as well. So Literally, the dad call is free. If you go to dad, uh, teamsuperdad.com forward slash dad call, so that's teamsuperdad.com forward slash dad call, then you can literally, I'll put the ticker on because the URLs on there as well, you can um, sign up for the dad call. And the reason I say sign up is not because it's paid or anything like that, but just we need to make sure it's people are coming in who are, are supposed to come in because it is private. It's not streamed. It's not recorded. It's a safe space for dads to hang out and chat. This Monday, I'm going to do something called the best year ever which is a coaching um, process. It's 10 questions. He holds up one hand, 10 questions, both hands. And it's the first few questions are about how this year has gone. And the second set of questions are about next year, the the role, the roles that you want to take on, the goals that you've got and tactics to achieve those goals. So, you know, people go on about these old plan a year, like what's your plan and, and goals, goal setting and, and all that's great. But this is a, it's a 60 minute process and it's, and it's, easy and fun especially there's a group of us doing it so we'll have a laugh and, and do that so get over to teamsuperdad.com forward slash dad call and uh, and get involved on monday night's dad call it starts at eight o'clock normally runs about an hour so. i love the chat about vision and goals because having a vision without having goals is the slowest way to get to success and having goals without a vision is the quickest way to failure so um, having both of those is what you need to have in place oh i like that glenn we'll get that on a t-shirt or some sort of post <laughs> <today. laughs> 
about um, guy swapping other guys out is is you can. Sw- I, I don't know about you, but I I love the ability with my mates to switch one minute. You can be taking the piss out of them, really being brutally funny at and really aggressive about something, um, and then the next minute you just change gear and it's t- into something serious again. Um, and guys are just able to. To, to, to understand when to joke and when to be serious. And uh, so whatever it is, whether you just need a laugh or whether you need something a bit more serious, that, that sounds like the sort of place to do it to me anyway. I've not dialed yeah. in myself. Yeah, yeah, we'll get, get involved, yeah. I mean, it's it's exactly like you said there. Like, and I think it's amazing that men, obviously I'm not a woman, so I don't know if they're as good at this as, as, as us, but that ability, particularly if a friend, like, like imagine – I'm going and visiting some old mates of mine and then, I, you know, you come along with me. Well, the fact that we've hit it off enough that you're there with me, it means that you're probably pretty like minded with my mates as well. So men can just slip into a new group of, of, of lads and get straight into the banter. And like you say, the piss taking can, especially for half your mates and scousers, the piss taking can start almost instantly without it being, you know, offensive or, or taken as offensive. Most of us have got this universal language around football, which means you've always got, even if you hate football, even if you're a rugby person or a cricket person or whatever, you've always got an opinion on it. And men, so you use that as your initial point, you work out where your boundaries are with everyone and then bang, you're into it. And and you've always got that that thing to rotate around, which is lovely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, that, so I mean, Team Super Dad is, is in essence a, a large part of that as well, because there's there is the coaching around the key areas of focus fitness finance and family but the fifth element is fun and the reason Mm -hmm. for that is too many dads are not having as much fun as they should very true very true we're under so much pressure and so on and pressure some of it we put on ourselves and some of it is on this changing role of of being a dad in society because you know when look at our dads my my dad um he's still relatively young he's 60 60 um but his generation of dad, I don't know. I genuinely don't think he's changed a nappy in his life. And he's got, he's got, um, four kids. He's, he's had growing up and, um, God knows how many grandchildren, but he's never changed a nappy. He doesn't yeah. do all that sort of stuff. And so he's not, he's not in tune with the kind of emotional side of things and so on. He's no. just, he'll go down to football. He'll have a beer and he'll, he'll talk about that sort of stuff, but he's not so much of the touchy feely things. Whereas dads, single dads, especially because, you know, we haven't got anyone else to, to do anything with. Um, but any dad, any man who wants to not just be a lads, 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 lager, 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 we're making it up as we go along. And we need sometimes just to talk to someone and say, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. We want to be asking, am I right? Of course you're right. And thinking and feeling whatever you want, but you know, am I thinking the right things or, or what else could I be thinking about? What other questions, how, what other ideas have you got? And so I think coaching for anyone especially is, is useful, but especially when dads are changing so constantly, the role of a dad is changing. Um, that having other people to talk to is absolutely bloody vital and we just don't do it enough. Yeah. You get, you get stuck in that whole internal dialogue of, am I okay? Is this right? Is this wrong? Am I okay? Is she this? Is she that? Is the kids there? Or that? And never let it out. So you go slowly, mm. slowly mad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's going slowly mad. So just finally, right. I, a, a friend of ours on, on the kids class today, her, her daughter, she just posted on Facebook. Her daughter's just, just got to her black belt with a white sash. Apparently you can't get to black belt until you're a certain age. So this daughter of hers is a badass. At, she's in my daughter. She's one year above my daughter. So she's, 10 she's got a black belt which made me think because i took my kids swimming on wednesday for their last swimming lesson before christmas the usual i don't want to go swimming i don't want to go swimming of course, <laughs> we get there. of course we get there i don't want to get out i don't want to get out yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 
Do you, do you are you a pushy dad? Have you pushed push your kids into things? Are they are they child geniuses? No, no. Well, they're, they're, yeah, my kids are. They're, everyone thinks their kids are above average, and you know half of us are right. Yeah. Um, I don't know quite how far above average they are, but they're 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 all right. So I know they've got skills and abilities and interests but i'm very much someone who, who wants to give them loads of experiences and see which ones they like i'm not i wasn't uh a, a, a massive footballer i love football but i wasn't i never kind of played for a semi-pro side or something or or had yeah. trials you know and every every dad on the touchline said yeah i had trials you know i didn't know you know no <laughs> yeah. but, uh, and, and you going canoeing or hiking or, or cooking or, or whatever, all the things that I enjoy doing now, I had developed, I learned myself over time. I didn't have anyone, I didn't have a dad growing up really to, to show me these things. So my kids, I haven't got things to force them into, but they are getting into things. So my, my oldest boy, uh, he does football. He's a pretty decent footballer, plays with his mates. Uh, my youngest son's just started MMA. That's because his childminder's son does it. And yeah, he got, he's got nunchucks and stuff. And I think my boy has looked at him and thought, yeah, I want a bit of that. And so my boy, he's got his first grading this weekend, uh, which I'm really excited about. And hopefully he doesn't, you know, either kill someone or kill himself. Oh, um, yeah. My girls are a bit more difficult. I, yeah, my not, girls, they don't do MMA. <laughs> no, that's the thing. They, they could, and I'd love yeah, them to. Exactly. My, my, my youngest daughter, over lockdown, she decided to teach herself piano. So she's been doing a lot of that. And now she's got ukulele classes. So I think she's a bit more of the musical drawing and art side of things. Uh, yeah. But my eldest, if it's not K-pop or a Korean sitcom, she's not interested in anything. So it's really, really tough and tricky to work out. How can I give you some sort of passion, something you care about? Even if you hate it now, when you're older, you'll say, yeah, I'm glad you made me do that. Yeah. Yeah. But at 16, that, that flipping, well, I say at 16, that, that, what's they call that horses bolted, that, that, uh, that, that shippers, shippers sailed, sailed kind yeah. of thing. But I mean, she's got a passion, though. That's 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 the worry is if your kids haven't got anything that they're interested in. And by the sounds of it, obviously, your music. We spoke about this at the beginning. Your music, you're 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 motivated, inspiring them to go off and discover music. And so you've got that inside your family as something that something that you enjoy. And I always say to my kids, oh, this was always the intention, whether we were still in our relationship or not, is that my kids are going to be into something. Yeah, they're going to be in a band. They're going to be in football. They're going to be because. One way or another, that means they're not on their own. Oh, totally. Like when my boy goes to secondary school, he will know. Whatever secondary school he ends up at, it didn't, didn't pass his 11 plus, but whatever secondary school he ends up at, he, because he's played football since he was six years old, mm. he'll, there'll be 20, 30 kids at least who he recognises and will, will just be like, all right, how's it going? Even if yeah. it's just an awkward nod on day one, you know, <laughs> it's a good chance that they're going to become friends and he's not going to be left in the corner, you know. But it's it can be really expensive when you, if you don't if they don't work it out what they want to do. So my uh, my oldest boy he did say, uh, oh, "Dad, I want to be in a band." I said, "Okay, then that's fine. What do you want?" And he, he went off and got some drum lessons and so on. I bought him a drum kit. He's played it twice. Then he's like, "Yeah, no, no, I, I don't. I, I might want to do guitar." So he's got a guitar, and now it just sits there, down there on the on the side of the thing. And you end up thinking, "Right, I, I want to give you everything I possibly can yeah. to inspire." you and give you so you can never say i would have i could have been a, a concerto pianist but i never had the, no, no. The, get him a so. harmonica you can be a one-man band if <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah just where just i want you to do something i want you to find something that you love 
Um, and just, yeah, that isn't, I'm trying to, I, I force them to watch movies, a lot of movies. Every week is at least one classic movie. So, um, I'm hoping that I'm inspiring a love of cinema and in, in them, even if they don't okay, end good. up going out and doing stuff. So here's, here's a perfect way to end then. What has been that movie this week? Which, which, which uh, what was the, what was the uh, most recent movie? Uh, Bugsy Malone. Oh, good classic. Absolutely brilliant. Um, it's one of those things where I, I hate musicals, but there's a handful of How them which I absolutely that? adore. What was that? How old are they? They must have seen Bugsy Malone already. No, 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 he hadn't. They had never seen it. Oh, been, so there's, there's a lot of movies that I've been kind of saving and kind of opening up and sharing with them uh, as they go. Three Men and a Baby. I think the next one I'm thinking, I, 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 you might actually have some advice on this. Do you think Seven is too young for Gremlins? Because that's a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. It is a Christmas movie. It's quite scary. I've I've dropped a couple of clangers like that before. Um, uh, yeah, a bit awkward. No, it's too too, too early. I, uh, so, we try, yeah. I tried to watch uh, Dumb and Dumber. Clearly, one of the funniest movies ever. Yes, absolutely. They, they just weren't ready for it. They're like, Dad, this is. Oh crap. man! Bit, we turned it off when, when they were pissing in bottles on and got pulled over, and the policeman drank it. And that's when I thought, that's oh, funny. That's that's funny. funny. <laughs> but I think when when I was a kid, you know. I must have been around 10 when I was watching Blazing Saddles on videos and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, we do have to just check in. Uncle Buck, a family classic. Oh, no, that really is a great classic, yeah. But, uh, there's a couple of bits there which are kind of kissing and a bit sort of, you know, early teen sort of thing. I think that's what we forget is is when does early teen kick in, basically. Okay, good. So we, we can have this conversation as well. We are, we are on the same wavelength movie-wise. Bugsy Malone. The, the big ending, Jodie Foster's first movie movie uh, appearance as well, by the way. And, and the debut of Dexter Fletcher as well, as Babyface. It's, oh, it's yeah. so good, yeah. And, uh, the music, I, I didn't realise all the music was actually sung by the same person, obviously a male and female, but all the different characters were sung by a, a, adult actors and actresses. But it was all by the same person. And so as, as I realised that, all the songs actually sound a little bit the, the same now. Ah, didn't know that. that. Yeah, I I recommend having a look. One movie, as we'll finish on this, right? One movie that didn't stand the test of time, and I watched it again. I was a bit gutted; it wasn't quite as good as I remembered it. Was Weekend at Bernie's? (laughs) (laughs) Weekend Weekend at Bernie's. It didn't stand the test of time quite so well, but if I if I if I squinted my eyes a bit, it was still as funny. But. Well, I need, I, I need an example, uh, a recommendation for a movie for the kids to watch this coming week. So, uh, yeah, answers on a postcard. Okay. Are we, are we going Christmas themed or not? Uh, Christmas themed ideal, but not necessarily. Okay. Yeah. Christmas Chronicles is a great new one. And Christmas Chronicles 2, of course, which actually... Like Netflix Prime or something? Yeah, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Christmas Chronicles and Christmas Chronicles 2. I shall give it a go. We'll, we'll crack on with that and uh, add it to the list of movies that absolutely have to be watched before Christmas. Top okay. of which, so you've got Muppets Christmas Carol, uh, Home Alone. Home Alone 2 is not bad as well. Scrooge. Um, Scrooge. 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 I, I, see, this is a controversial statement. You're, you're going to kick me off the show now. But Scrooge, nah. I, Muppets Christmas Carol is so much better than Scrooge. Okay. Um, and for me, the, the, the pièce de résistance is uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh. Best- Best that Christmas is controversial. Movie. Okay, yeah, best right. Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah. As a, as a as a piece in the National Lampoons. Oh, ignore the rest of it. Yeah. Okay. But no, just that, that one to hold up against the rest of the National Lampoons <laughs> series. It's too silly. Um, 
Oh my gosh, it's, okay, this is a good chat. We're gonna we're gonna roll this over to to next week. Yeah, we'll, remember we'll do. Uh, can we do a wrap up? We can't do a wrap up on Christmas Day. Well, next week, Friday is Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, I tell you, just for for you to finish, uh, we are gonna. I am gonna do some kind of Christmas Day check in with the Team Super Dad community and gang. It could be on a Zoom call. It could be on a wrap up like this. Uh, we might do a drinking game. We might do a. <laughs> back from the brink any dads that are on their own will do a back from the brink special and uh, and have some giggles so wherever you're at dads uh, we're here for you uh, team super dad uh, community on facebook hit 150 members this week and so we're looking to push that to 250 over christmas the teamsuperdad.com website if you're if you're really in trouble and just need someone then 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 give then dm me message me call me find out a way to get in contact with me I'll, I'll, i'm here for you but if you are interested in either the hero academy which the new intake of is happening in january then check out the hero academy on the website or um or one-on-one dad coaching which is always available just go to the dad coaching page glenn good to see you buddy as always, yeah, lovely to see you too. And uh, yeah, speak to a few more people and, and get to know the community a bit more. Nice one. And hopefully no echo. If you're uh, listening on the podcast, be sure to give us a review. And uh, and everybody, whether they're listening or sharing, um, send this to your friends, to other dads, and get them involved with the Team Super Dad. Team Super Dad out. Bye. This has been Team Super Dad. Find us at TeamSuperDad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.